1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, and I have no end tonight. Nope, nope, nope. Anyways, I guess we can just say, in the words of Rodney, what's his name? Can't we all just get along? But it doesn't happen. Anyways, hate the gates, hate, and that's what we got. But I've got somebody who's lovely, who's jovial. <laughs> who's a Norseman, who's, well, Norse, I I can't even say that now. She must be a Norse person or (laughs) Norse binary or something. I don't know, but she's one of my favorite astrologers, not one of them. She is my favorite astrologer, Dorothy Morgan.
2: Hi, 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 everybody. Boy, we're coming in on a a hot day, aren't we? (laughs) You know, know,
1: like I said before the show, I grew up in the 60s and, yeah. uh nothing phases me trust me
2: <laughs> that's awesome and 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 that's important you're Pisces right as well talk oh, astrology yeah. and yeah. my I was talking to my daughter just texting and I'm like wow oh, this is crazy and she's like yeah we'll get through it and you said the hey. same thing when we came on because I'm a little like what is this I mean I could see it coming but I'm an optimist and I think we can do better than that. So I'm always trying to <clears throat> keep it in the most positive I way. I hope
1: we can do better than that. But I'm always, you know, <laughs> people are people. We You never can predict what they, they are. Yeah. What, what are you? I'm a Pisces. What are you, Dorothy?
2: I'm a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Okay. Talk, right. talk, 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 talk. But my daughter, she's a Gemini too. But her moon, her moon is Pisces. Yeah. So what that means is, you know, the solar system is all around us. Mm-hmm. We we you know, we go around the sun, but we live on the earth, so you know, as the old timers used to think that everything revolved around us and it kind of does, but because this is only our pers- our only perspective, we don't live on the sun. But so <laughs> well, we don't. <laughs> well,
1: good point, good point. No argument there. <laughs> That's
2: true. That's why we use a geocentric system, not mm-hmm. uh, not the system from the the solar from the sun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so everybody has planets, you know, in all different signs. It's not just like your zodiac sign, your sun sign is what that's called. Right. So and the moon is a very sensitive place because that moves even quicker, quicker than the sun. So in a month, the moon goes through the whole zodiac. It takes a year for the sun to do that. And so our, our moon signs sometimes, um, depending on many configurations, the moon is more Dominant if if you like to guess what somebody's sign is, um sometimes you're going to guess their moon or what was on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's what I'm saying. So just because you're a Pisces and I'm a Gemini doesn't mean or somebody else doesn't have strong Pisces stuff, even if they're not a Pisces. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh...
1: I, uh, I remember your conversation, because Dorothy, you, you've joined us probably every January for the past few years, and yeah. uh, I really love it. I look forward to this show, because yeah, uh, we get a little insight into the year ahead, and I remember last year when when you did your, uh, uh-huh. I say predictions, but whenever you did your astrology, is is that uh, it was intriguing, and, and it, it kind of fit what... Went on in the world uh, this past year. So, uh.
2: yeah, yeah. I'm always, but see, I'm an optimist. So, I Uh want us, I want us, what we're seeing in the country today, Mm -hmm. just that one focus, is the worst of how the transits that we have going on can play out. Mm -hmm. And we've got, we, you know, 2020 was definitely a year for the record books, but. 2021 is going to have its own records because Really? Oh. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about this now.
2: Uh, uh. Oh I'm snorting. <laughs>
1: That's fine. That's probably what it deserves and needs. <laughs> I know it.
2: <laughs> it's it's all right. I mean, it's good. But you know like today, I mean, we knew. I was I was talking to my I have a Patreon group, right? So we I do we talked we talk once a week. Yeah. People come and come and find me there too. We talk once a week um about the astrology of what's coming up. It's more than just the free stuff I do on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And you guys can find me at nhastrologer.com. Um like New Hampshire. New Hampshire, yeah. And um so we were just I was talking about it today with my Patreon group, and it's just like today until like five thirty, Mars was at this one number, twenty nine degrees of Aries. That's the last degree of Aries, and so what that can do is and bring is bring up what we're seeing in the capital today. Mm-hmm. But another thing, I mean, and I'm 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 more optimist than anything. What else this could have done for people is instead of a real aggressive and very violent way that that showed up for individuals. You know, it could be that somebody finally had the courage to stand up for Mm themselves in a situation that they've felt powerless in, in a long time. And again, we saw that really strongly today, Mm -hmm. but personally we can use that you know we we could use that too for our own for our own you know enlightenment and and ability to break free from things that have been oppressing us can, but can i
1: interject on one thing right here yeah you bring up you bring up an awesome point about that uh you know the frustration and everything else mm-hmm. and uh a lot of that has to do with the, the pandemic that lot that the we have just gone through ourselves yeah. and the in the being masked and our freedoms basically you know being taken away from not not saying unjustly by the way because right. you know it's for the greater good but uh you know and that you can go two ways with that you you can let that frustration and helplessness boil over and turn to violence and, and hate, which is, you know, why there's the larger number of murders and, and, and violent acts in the country this past year than the year before. Or you can do as I, I couldn't believe this figure is like almost uh, 40, I think almost 50% of Americans, somewhere in that range, We say, say 33, 30, and 50% of Americans thought God sent the virus for us to, stay home and contemplate our lives and what changes we could make in it. So we have that, that thing you just talked about. Wow. You know, we, we, we are yeah. giving this opportunity and how we handle that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you say a pandemic's an opportunity. It, it isn't a way.
2: Um, yes, I, it is. I agree. Yeah. With, I agree with you. I know it's, it's devastating and it has, it's, it, it it's devastating. It's devastating. Mm-hmm. There's oh, no definitely doubt about it. Yeah. But, If you did not learn something important about yourself over this last year, then you missed a big opportunity. And I know that there was a lot of stresses, but whatever those stresses were for you as an individual, I mean, pretty much as a collective, I mean, number one, I mean, I could think of, I, I live alone, my life changed very little. It it didn't impact me at all. Impact my daughter. She's going to hate them talking about her. You guys don't know her name. That's good. Uh, You know, because she had to learn to teach from from home. She had to learn to Mm -hmm. teach her kid. And she was great at teaching anyways. But the thing is, it's like, you know, just we're we're we're, we're pushed out of our comfort zone when things like this happen. And that's what it's meant to do. That, you know, the planets aren't
1: complacency, right?
2: Right. And the planets aren't creating anything. What the planets do, no matter what anybody thinks, and sometimes we all slip as astrologers and some people don't even know better, but the planets don't make anything happen and they don't influence anything. They are a reflection of what is happening here and it's the astrologer's job to interpret that that's why it feels predictive and it looks predictive because we can see when there's going to be turmoil when there's going to be opportunity when you should pause when you should take action mm-hmm. this is an opportunity to pause and to learn to grow out of your um out of the old ways of doing things and that's what this the you know that great um Everybody saw it—the Saturn Jupiter thing, right? That's, but they've been oh, coming yeah. together for a year, and by their declination and where they are in um, in the zodiac, so the longitude latitude, if you will, out in the sky, they were in the same place. Yeah, it hadn't happened for since biblical times, you know. So it's a big thing, but they do come together um, in the zodiac every twenty years. But we're shifting now into a whole new phase of Aquarius energy, which is mind, thinking, the higher thinking mind and and that Aquarius energy and some of the other things that have been cut that are represented in the sky right now that are creating, you know, this is turmoil and, and upheaval and it has to happen because we have a hard time getting out of our own way. We have a hard time of letting go of what we've, where we've been and what we've done and we don't grow. We don't grow. So what, especially this last year, the last four years, but especially these last few months even, have showed us where we have predictable behavior and where we need to get beyond that. So we can see it in our governments. And we're not the only country having this problem. You know, I mean, (laughs) today was very unique. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But...
1: But you not know, the, the first time that was done, by the way, just let you
2: Yeah, know. <laughs> I know. It's burnt down somewhere somewhere along the way. I can't remember when it was. It was burnt, burnt down. It, I don't you know.
1: know. But there's actually been quite a few things that happened in, in the Capitol, including uh, when Puerto Rican separatists, I believe it was Puerto Rican uh, separatists, went in and, and actually uh, fired shots and and shot people really? in the, in the Capitol buildings.
2: So, oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. That was wow. in 1930. 19- fifty four, I believe, if I recall my history. Yeah, uh, yeah but, see. You know, don't
2: see, know. See, we that forget
1: one. these things though. We forget we you know, we forget do. the turbulence of the sixties and everything. We we uh-huh. we move on. We sometimes we get so wrapped up in our own lives that yeah. we don't see the great universe. We don't see our past. We don't see our future. If we don't yeah. see our past, we will definitely have to repeat it.
2: We are, repeat- and we are, aren't we? In, in yes, a lot of ways. You know, the big, one of the bigger pictures too of what's happening right now for the United States anyways, I know other people in other countries listen to this, but the United States is in what is called uh, the Pluto return. So the United States, we, we, a lot of people use this chart called the Sibley chart. A person named Sibley created it and, you know, it's a you know, it's the 1776 date and in Philly and so we all, not everybody, but most people agree with this one chart. So basically what it comes down to is it sent, when we signed, when the constitution was, was signed and this country was created in 1776, Pluto was at 28 degrees of Capricorn. Well, right now we've had two planets move through there recently, Saturn and Jupiter, just before they went into Aquarius, but, the actual movement of Pluto is coming back. And right now, Pluto's at 24 Capricorn. So what it means is over the next four years, and it will be four years, we're Mm -hmm. we're in what's called the Pluto return. And that means the United States is in a deep transformation. Whenever a country, if they even lasted this long, because not all countries live well, this long, sure. right? right? If a country lives this long, then they must go through it. Humans don't. It's 244 plus years. Right. It goes through a, a whole rebirth. But what has to happen first? Mm-hmm. It has to, It ha- pieces of it or whatever it, it is has to, has to die. And then that transformation changes. And that doesn't mean we're going to fall apart, but we're looking pretty crappy right now.
1: <laughs> so, I, 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 don't know. I think that's a little bit of an overkill, but that's that's fine. I'm a little optimistic there. I mean, I you know. Mm-hmm. You, yeah,
2: I am too. I'm just telling you what, what the Pluto right. return represents. It represents that the the fundamental foundation of who we are as a nation mm-hmm. right. now needs to change. It yes. needs to change and transform, and so we're seeing a lot of um, a lot of this turmoil, which is bringing things to the to the front. So we're able to work on this and and address these things because we're you know the United States is a melting pot. We need to
1: well, be. People one. don't understand that though. Yeah, they really well, don't. I mean, you know, we are. We, you know, we have all this PC now where, where we we try not to offend anybody, but yeah. yet those who have different uh, opinions of that are not tolerated. So yes. you, you have to be open all the way around. You just can't be selective in your uh, openness or, or your acceptance. You have to be acceptance for people who they are, and the change has to come through them, not through external it has to come right. through internal
2: yeah yeah and then there you are as a enlightened pisces right i guess as, <laughs> as, I, i've I never been called
1: that a lot hear- of things but never that
2: <laughs> <laughs> i can hear any of your your hosts or co-hosts or prior host hosts ho- co- all of those folks <laughs> who know you <laughs> saying well i don't know if i'd call them that but that's just your pisces <laughs> nature <laughs>
1: I know no woman would call me. That's for sure. <laughs> it's
2: your all right. So erase of the word enlightened, but just put in that you are innately that way because you're a Pisces. Because oh. Pisces like that. You got you. You're the final sign, right? Mm-hmm. Every zodiac sign has added qualities to you. Every prior sign adds their qualities to to the next sign, right? So you've got you Pisces people in. In you know, embody all of the zodiac signs, which means you see that bigger picture. You don't see boundaries, you don't see limitations, and I mean, of course, you see them in in, in your life here and there. But your true nature is whatever, right? Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I know. Oh. So, so I, I have to ask you a question about. I mean, we we everybody follows the horoscope in the paper, of course, and and we know that that's mm-hmm. not super accurate for not everyone. at all
2: yeah not no. at all
1: <laughs> but one of the things that always intrigued me is is the way they move the months around i mean the months always move what what is the purpose i mean
2: the day I, the day moves a little bit yeah the, i mean you know because midnight is not the beginning of a no, I mean, in,
1: in, in the paper if you lift the paper say from hmm. the first i don't know what the first sign is aries
2: uh, it's actually, right,
1: so I was going to say Aries, but say Arian, the last one is Pisces. Pisces. Yep. Okay. So if you watch it, you'll see Pisces moves up to the next to the last, and then it mm-hmm. moves up to the third to the last. And then if oh, it just draws... depends
2: on what month you're in, yeah, it just depends so on what it, month it
1: goes in. according to the months. Then is yep. that how it does
2: the astrological month? Because the ah. astrological month, depending on the month, in in the year, it starts somewhere around, it could be the 18th. It's usually in February, it's right around the 18th or the 19th. In the other months, it's usually right around the 20th or the 21st, sometimes the 22nd. Oh. So it's right there. So that's the astrological month. Yeah, but not the Gregorian calendar. Right. Yeah, it may it is a little confusing like that.
1: Well, the calendar um, created by man anyways. I mean, it's, it it's changed over the years. <laughs>
2: it has. Yeah, it has. And the stars, you know, they're... They're there. they okay. are always there. <laughs> I know. And even they progress. And even, you know, even they um, they aren't set up with the constellations anymore. And we know that, you know. Mm-hmm. They're not lined up with the constellations anymore. And I still, I mean, still to this day, I get people saying, oh, yeah, but I'm that new sign, Ophiuchus. And I'm like, no, you're not. That, that's not a new sign. It is a constellation between Scorpio and Sag, but Uh-ho. it's. It's not. It's not in the ecliptic. So, <laughs> but every once in a while, this bad article rolls around and tells everybody, "Oh, we made thirteen signs now, and you know, <laughs> we didn't." <laughs> it's
1: just like making Pluto or Pluto, Uranus a planet, and not a planet. It's like it's always Pluto, been there, so all of a, sudden... a
2: I know he's a planetoid now. whatever i know he's just a rock he's a rock he's a rock way out there (laughs) but in but he's so slow right well he's not slow we all move pretty quickly but it's so far from here it looks really slow and like i said it takes 244 plus years to to from start to finish from one position in, in the zodiac belt but um he has a really odd uh, um elliptic, which he just goes really high and really south he he doesn't he's like you know most of us are if you look at the the solar system, you know it kind of looks like a flat plane almost with all these lines you know all the planets moving smoothly right. around it, but it's not quite like that um you have to just sort of tip it and it, he's like goes like almost like north to south he's really his his path is odd, which makes him not a planet that's astronomy. Hey. <laughs> Who what? cares? He's slow. He's he's about the deep transformation we don't know. Like, if you look back 20 years and how you've changed, you, you're like, oh, well, look at how I've changed. But you don't see it day to day. You have to look back like that's a lifetime. True. Yeah, that's, that's Pluto. Really true. That's Pluto. Yeah. That's what so Pluto
1: does. We, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you have been doing this for, for how long, Dorothy? You know? Um
2: 1988. <laughs> tell anybody how old I am. <laughs> so,
1: I mean, you can learn so much more than what we can tell you on the show, or what what you can read in the paper. This is a lot of work that goes into one of these, and and of course, you broke my heart when you told me that you just use a computer
2: program <laughs> Oh, of course, I stuff. use a computer program. Yeah, I, I, I just don't cast my own this charts anymore. Wonderful
1: thing with all these charts and and things, and, the, and still, you're sitting
2: there plotting. Yeah. I have to I still have to interpret the whole thing. Thank I just oh, I'm don't... not
1: taking anything away from you. I just, you know, <laughs> pictured this, you know, 17th century or 16th century uh Leonardo da Vinci on a big table with all Yes. <laughs> you know...
2: Yes, I, it was a past life of mine.
1: Oh, okay, I believe it.
2: <laughs> Back in night when I when I started studying, of course, um 1988 they just started to cre- have the computer programs for them, mm. but it was all um dot matrix stuff and oh, uh, bless us. that kind of uh what was that coding i can't remember now um it was too long ago but i used to before then i i, I would i cast my own charts I, I had to do it by by hand Gosh. and to get certification in uh the bigger associations ncgr a fan isar it's just astrology associations kepler college you have to be able to cast a chart by hand um, to get those certifications, really? I don't. I can't do it anymore. It's trigonometry. It's trigonometry. <laughs> God, I cannot do it anymore. I always hated trig. I pay three hundred and fifty dollars for this software. It's professional software. It's mm-hmm. not the time passages and apps. It's not crappy apps. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's an opinion. <laughs> nope. They're they're good enough. They're good enough, and they give you little one sentence interpretations of what's going on. That's not what I do. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I when, and and people can get their charts done by you, right? If, if
2: yeah, that's my profession. It's exactly. all I do. It's all and
1: I do. so many. I mean, we know. You know, we know that many, not many. I don't. I'm not sure of the exact round. I we know that presidents have had astrologers, and we know that kings have had astrologers, and yeah, and uh, statesmen and so forth. So mm-hmm. they, it's it's been around for a long time,
2: and, and we of, can of course, tell. As astrologers, those, those are called event charts, you know, horary and event charts, right? Oh. You would like that word, horary. <laughs> are you picking on me? <laughs> no, I'm just saying something I know you'd like. Just say the a fact, right? <laughs> a fact, absolutely. Just a fact, those, yeah. those are event charts. And you can tell even when, um, when people like um, in Hollywood or whatever launch movies, before COVID Mm -hmm. when they would launch movies and the genre of the movie. And I would look at the chart as, as to when it was first being, you know, released. And I'm like, you're like, Oh my God, that's so perfect for this type of horror movie or this type of science fiction movie or whatever the genre, you could tell that they are working with astrologers because I mean, if especially if they launch it at such an odd time, it's like, oh, the premiere for just a select group of people for this movie was at you know three thirty three p.m. on this day, and you're like, look at that ascendant. So it's pretty cool. You can you can see the astrology throughout the world if you know it well enough. So, yeah.
1: The uh, I mean, have do you have you ever been contacted like by a business to? to do astrology uh, about launches and stuff like that. Yes. I, regularly. Yeah.
2: Regular- regularly. Yeah. 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 And this is mainly for, um, for people who are um, self-employed mm-hmm. and they're like, all right, I want to launch my website and I want to launch my marketing plan. And you know, when is, when is it, when can I start this class? I want this class to be really successful. I use those tools myself. And um, yes, that's one of the tools. Cause it's just, the event, you know, the event chart. And when people don't listen, then crappy stuff happens. It just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't pan out the way they want it to. Because uh,
1: doesn't that have a lot to do with the individual as well? Whether they, you know, it, isn't the chart plotted? Okay, this is the best time, but, uh, you know, like like what's going on we we like you talked in the beginning with people have the same challenge from last year and people some people took it one way some people took it another way yeah is is that an option for a person in other words yeah can they take it the wrong way I yes guess, for like of yes. a better words
2: yeah. that's that's the free will of it astrology doesn't make anything happen excuse me absolutely <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> you wish <laughs> not today just my throat I, I need um i need to engage with my um i have a couple of prior students that are uh singing they singing coaches and one of these days i just need to get back and hold of them and just like okay i'm a gemini my voice i strain my voice and so i i talk too loud and so that's what that was. I'm, I'm talking too loud to myself and um, <laughs> to you. But um, oh, what was your question?
1: I haven't <laughs> flu no. We, we're <laughs> actually coming go? up to the break, but okay. uh, basically, free will, we were talking about how yes, people it's, handle this. It
2: yeah, it's free will. We'll talk about that when we get back if we have to go right now. Yeah, we well, have... we got a,
1: a couple, a minute or so, so. A minute.
2: All right. Well, that's what it is because you can see what's going on and you can use this energy or not. You can use what's um, up in the sky, but. You know when you have a when you have a, a session or you know you you know your chart and you know how X Y and Z is interacting personally with your own chart, you can choose to use that or not. -hmm. We're not forced to use anything. The astrology does. The astrology does not make anything happen. It's what's happening. How do you want to use it? That's why it's. There's like lots of choices when it comes to the astrology. Again, like today, you could go and just be angry and mean and destroy things.
1: And and I'm going to take a break now.
2: Violent. (laughs) Or you, or you could go and make a choice that you need to make that you've been holding off. That's it.
1: Yeah, listen, to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and our special guest. Well, my special guest is uh, Dorothy Morgan, my favorite astrologer. And uh, when we come back, uh, I want to talk about a little bit about what's lying ahead for us as well in the new year. And uh, yeah. so anyways, uh, we're brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, and the gallant and Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Nindo. Do you have a paranormal event? Book or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello,
0: hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the meeting of the Ghost Box.
1: And coming back with the theme to Van Helsing is Van Helsing, and you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Radio, and more specifically, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, right here on Tojinet and PowerX Radio, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom and the Glanton Messier Family Law Group. And before I forget, I do have to mention that uh, we have a super-duper event coming up on the 16th, which is a week from Saturday. It is the the word I can't say Quintessential quintis, whatever quintessential British ghost uh, project which will be a paracon online paracon through Zoom. Uh, we have two uh, what are they mediums? Uh, we have Stephen Scott, the uh, the Scottish medium, spiritualist medium, and also Barry John, who was on uh, Most Haunted. We have two. Paranormal historians, uh, Richard uh, Dylan Jones, who has the British Ghost Tour, as well as Richard Felix, who also was on Most Haunted, and we have two parapsychologists, uh, Cal Cooper, who wrote the book um, uh, Telephone Calls from the Dead, and, and has done a lot of research in the University of Cambridge, and also Dr. Uh, Anne Winsper who uh, I guess well you most seen her recently on uh, In Search of Time Slips, and I think she will be talking about time slips, ghosts, and other strange phenomena. And this will be hosted by Steve and myself. So go to anyghostproject.com, and you can get all the details and get your tickets, which are only fifteen bucks, by the way, which gives you access to all the presenters that day, plus the replay. Uh, if you just go for the replay, it is twenty bucks. So it is a teal and a half. Anyway, my special guest today is my favorite astrologer, Dorothy Morgan. Hi. You waited that's, through all that. I like that.
2: That was awesome, but fifteen dollars for all that, that's pretty yep. doggone good.
1: Fifteen bucks. You know what? <laughs> people are stuck in this. Pandemic yeah. and all this other crap. We figure, you know, we can give them something that's yeah. well worth it. And uh, and
2: you said quintessential, really easy. You said it right. I think I that's the right word.
1: <laughs> I might have been possessed. <laughs>
2: Why not? Possessed
1: of uh, by the uh, Daniel Webster dictionary or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so we, oh we were my. talking. We were talking astrology, and and I actually have to bring up another thing. God, I always—that's the problem with this show; it just gets sidetracked all the time. No, that's but okay. uh, as a, you know, I'm a, a good old Catholic boy, and I'm still going to church, believe it or not. And mm-hmm. uh, yet, yeah, last Sunday was the uh, the Epiphany, which is I've heard of the, that.
2: What is yes, it? Yes, the, the
1: three three wise men mm-hmm. uh, came to the manger. And of course it, it's it's just that whole episode is just loaded with para, paranormal, uh, you know, dreams and stars and everything else, you know. Oh, I and, know
2: two planets making a conjunction, Saturn. Yes, and Jupiter. All that cool
1: stuff. <laughs> and, and one of the things was is, is the belief that, that they were astrologers, astronomers and astrologers. Yeah. And uh the magi
2: had... is. The magi were 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 both. They were it was <laughs> one and the same that was not divided. It was divided by um Ah, uh, Christianity somewhere in I believe the 1800s, where that's astronomy right. and astrology was divided. Actually, um, it wasn't Christianity. My, my um, it was. Uh, I don't know if it was Henry the Eighth. It was. It was. It was one of the kings in England that made it really illegal for you to divine what was going on with the king because you
1: could. The priest actually commented on that. He says, oh, "Well, yeah? you know, these astronomy is good, astrology is not so good because." his now this he's from ireland by the way he is an irish priest uh an, an alien he's <laughs> a legal alien uh, <laughs> he's Dead. he uh he said that the, the astrology is and and i i know this is wrong the astrologers is, is that these the planets rule our lives and he believes of course that god rules our lives but that the bottom line on both of those, both religion and astrology, is that man has free will and yes, planets were created by God. So, what's the big deal, anyway?
2: Well, I that's true, that yeah. And I mean, astrology is the planets, and astrology, if you will, is mm-hmm. mentioned so many times in the old and new testament, so it's it's there, and so where that is uh, misunderstood yep. if, if you will, is that like I've been saying before you even mentioned this, is like, we have free will. Mm-hmm. We can choose. They're not ma- The planets don't make us do anything. They are representing what is happening to us. You know what, what we're going through. It's representing what we're going through. So again, like when we do our, what's, what's going on for next year, what's going on for this week, you know, um, for me, you know, I'm looking at, it's like, these are the potentials. These are the energies that are present. How you choose to use them is up to you. And if these energies that are going on right now, even though they may be stressful looking in the sky, as we see today on the news, but Mm -hmm. for you, it could be that you finally, like I said, find the courage to, to do something that's important for you to do. Yeah, I made
1: chocolate mousse today.
2: It's free will. Yeah, m- yummy. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. I never made it before, and it came out delicious,
2: too. <laughs> Sounds good. I had some salmon for supper. It's delicious. Yeah,
1: Food is go. good.
2: Food <laughs> is a good comfort right now. That's why there's this thing called the COVID-15. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, and and that's where the church, you know, could just lighten up on that. I mean, they're not walking around saying, all oh, this is bad. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not offended by those things, but no. the point is, is like, it, it truly... Is a matter of what you if if you want to use the astrology, use it, but it doesn't make anything happen to you. And so when we talk about what's going on in the year, so let's kind of segue into that a little bit. Oh, it's
1: good segue. I was just amazed at that.
2: I haven't. This is my first rodeo.
1: (laughs) Evidently not.
2: Especially with me. (laughs) I know. I used to host when you couldn't show up. I remember that years ago.
1: Oh my God!
2: Yeah, me and my friend Fran, rest her soul. She's passed away. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, we used to, <laughs> we did a couple of shows when you couldn't show up. It was oh my God, fifteen years or twenty years more. Can
1: you believe I've been doing it that long? In...
2: Yes. Well, we've <laughs> known actually. you that long. <laughs> it's amazing. Only once in once a year, though. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> at least these days I don't see you at Circles of Wisdom anymore.
1: Can't no, get there.
2: I um. Like coming up, we have cycles of eclipses and, um, and, and what they do, they, they kind of hang out in two different zodiac signs approximately every 18 months for 18 months. And we have, we have eclipses every six months and, excuse me, in 2021, which is where we are now. Yay. Um, the first eclipse isn't until May 26th. So May 26th, the eclipse is Sagittarius and it's a full moon. I'll tell you what all this means in a second, just to get, just throw these dates out really quick. June 10, we have one, my birthday, by the way, at, at, in Gemini, there's going to be a big year. If you have an eclipse on your birthday or within two or three days of your birthday, you're, you're starting a whole big cycle because not everybody has that, um, so Sag in Gemini and Sag in Gemini is mostly one, yeah, the one in November is in early, in late Taurus, but the other one in December is in Sagittarius. So what that means is, is the Sagittarius and Gemini oppositions and eclipses, so full moons, new moons, is we're learning about the truth, Sagittarius. The truth is, is being shown to us, Sagittarius. Um, it's a global zodiac sign, Sagittarius, which means, you know, which speaks a lot to the melting pot of this country, but it speaks to a global truth and a global unity. And we have a lot of other things going on while these eclipses are happening, but that's that piece. The Gemini eclipses are about information, the gathering of information and the wanting to know more. Gemini is like the Trivial Pursuit. If anybody remembers that game, it's oh, like yeah. these little cards, and they're just random inf- random questions about different things. Gemini wants to gather information. It's an intellectual sign, and it's an information gathering sign. Great for communicating. Great for listening. And again, the opposite side of that, where the other ecl- where the eclipses are, as well as the Sag, and that Sagittarius is about you know speaking the greater good, speaking the greater truth. What is it that we believe? it's it's that type of belief and not necessarily faith like religion, but it feels like that in a little bit it, It's not the dogma of religion but it's the what you believe in because of.
1: An enlightenment sort
2: of. Yes, yeah. It it can be metaphysical, but it it can and and it can be religious, but it's not the religion piece comes uh, a little more with Capricorn because that's um, um, regimented, regimented, uh. right? But the Sagittarius, which is before the Capricorn, where the eclipses are now, they were in Capricorn last year they're in they're in Sagittarius and Gemini now. So again, communication information, what's the truth? what, you know, what what is the underlying um, processes that are going on here? So we're able to really um, feel some truth. and it's going to whoops, it's going to um, interact in your chart somewhere where you have in your astrology wheel, where your Gemini and Sagittarius is, then that's where you add more information. So that's what makes it personal. So what does it mean for you? You know, and Mm. we won't go through that because that's, that's more intricate in astrology and you really have to have your chart in front of you to get where that's going. We won't go there. So that's that bigger piece and another. And so information and really looking at what you believe in and what your truth is. And and that's the main inform you know the generic it's very generic but that's a generalized uh, insight for what two thousand twenty one and the eclipses are about. Now the other energy that's going on it's a multitude of different things. Mars, as we can see today, has been it's very agitated and but it's also about action. And each planet
1: Mars, Mars always agitated.
2: It is. It is. But the thing is, when a planet has its its nature, its personal nature, which for Mars is about, um, it's very self-focused. It's the first zodiac sign. So it's, I am, it's very selfish yeah. um, and very self-focused. But again, like I've mentioned before, some people really need a dose of that too, because some people are too meek or mild and they don't know how to speak up for themselves. And so really a time not. period like now helps them to step into um, that period of, of feeling empowerment. But we also have Mars, it, it, it just January 13th, it squares Saturn. So Mars and Saturn are called malefics, two malefics in the astrology world. And that's a little stressful. So when Mars wants to take action, he's in the sign of Taurus, which is a very fixed, grounded sign now. He moved in there a couple hours ago, and he squares off with Saturn in January 13th, and Saturn in Aquarius is like, oh, look at all the restrictions we have. There's going to be, like, the UK is shut down right now. I mean, they're right. absolutely locked down, yep. and. They're starting the year like that. And I mean, is that going to happen here in the United States? I don't know. We'll see. Um, But this is an indicator of that. But it's also within a couple of days, January 20th, uh, Mars conjunct Uranus is an indicator of more um, uprisings and stress. And that's, of course, the day of inauguration. So they really need to... Oh, it's a big one. Between this recording on the the 6th and and January 20th, it's going to be pretty edgy. It's going to be edgy for a while. And um, that's Mars to Saturn and Mars to the planet Uranus. And it's it's just, it's stressful. (laughs) It's going to be a bit stressful for the people who are in the thick of it. We don't have to, we don't have to engage with that, but it's definitely out there. And so that's going on off and on for a while. Then Saturn in Aquarius makes its squares to Uranus throughout the year, February 17, June 14, December 24. So the whole of 2021 with Saturn making this 90 degree angle to where Uranus is in the sky. This is about, you know, an era ending, an ending of an era, an ending of the old ways of doing things what we have to do is just really recognize that the old paradigm whatever that is mm-hmm. is it's in its death throes it's time to be done you know and these things take a while and you you hear people talking now of co- of course the age of aquarius and we're just beginning it those ages last 2000 years so it's not like flipping a switch I we're thought we
1: went through that in the 60s, damn. We're
2: gonna, that was a song. <laughs> oh, <Don>. God. <laughs> we were still in the age of Pisces back then, because we, we progressed backwards through the Zodiac. The progressions, is that's how it works. I don't mm. want to explain it. It's science. Um, <laughs> just leave it at that. It's science. I can't explain it on the radio. <laughs> but we progressed backwards. That was the age of Pisces. The Pisces is, is drugs and illusion and just, you know, like... Push you know. No, we, you know, we know what Pisces is. <laughs> hey, hey,
1: hey, hey. Not you casting do. aspersions upon Pisces.
2: I know, but it that was that was the age. It's like believing beliefs and um and just in in the unknown in the unseen. But now that we're we're eking our way into the age of Aquarius again, it's not a flip of a switch, but we definitely got a lot of powerhouse things there now. Jupiter Saturn coming together there, and so. That's what we're here to, you know, slowly but surely break away from these old patterns and these old cycles. I mean, the next time after 2021, the next time Saturn and Uranus are square like they are in this year won't be till 2043. So it'll be a long time. We won't see that one, Ron. (laughs) (laughs) I know me either. That's what I I, say. uh, You never
1: know. People think I'm Dorian Gray, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, then you gotta start working on that painting. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I know who that is.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I just assumed you did my my dad. I For do. those who don't know, is Dorian Gray never aged because he had this painting in this? Uh, well, he had had this painting with himself, and if uh, it was seen, it would he would age. Right? That's what it was. Right.
2: Yeah, the paint in the painting it was very magical. The painting actually aged, and he right. did.
1: Right, exactly.
2: Yeah, and so, but nobody could see it, and mm-hmm. I don't know how how it ended. I can't remember, but um.
1: I think the paint gets destroyed, and then he ages.
2: Yeah, yeah, really fast. Yeah, <laughs> um, really fast. Yeah, ah. really fast. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> he's a pilot. Depending of dust. which movie you watch. <laughs> yes, this is, this is true. So you know these are these are some of the things that were going on. So while twenty twenty gave us a pandemic, and you know it really you know put us into this place. Like we talked about in the first half hour, you know if you didn't understand or or recognize something about yourself or your life situation that you want to work on, or that you recognize that you know wow, I really appreciate this. Um, 2021 is just really going to uh, push us further out of our comfort zone if we haven't already started the work, you know, cause the squares represent tension and stress because the easier aspects in astrology, sometimes we just let these things just go by. It's just like, Oh yeah, I got that. Okay. No big deal. But excuse me, the, old, the tougher things, the squares, as we're talking about, mean that we have to have, there has to be stress for us to make a change. And so, and again, we're all going to be receiving this information through our own astrological filters and through our own beliefs and understandings and training. So... We have been trained since birth to believe certain things. So these are the things that um, may come to the surface for you to say, do I still believe that? Why do I believe that? Am I still reacting? Look at me. I'm reacting. I'm still reacting. After all these years, I'm still reacting to that. Why am I still reacting to that? I don't want to do that. And then you're going to, and that's the process that can go on in somebody's head, Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's been one of my processes Evidently, this last year
1: you are quite familiar with it <laughs>
2: <laughs> me too it's been, it's been a rough year man it's been it's been it's been a year and um mm-hmm. yeah it's just been yeah there has been a lot this year mm-hmm. so um and and so we all we all get to work on these things so you know do we have to make extra special attention to these things no um, if you want to work with these things and, and know what's going on, yeah, follow the astrology. And you don't have to be an astrologer to do it. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, come to my YouTube channel. It's free. Just go exactly. and listen.
1: And where, where is it, Dorothy?
2: It's just go onto YouTube and just put Dorothy Morgan Astrologer and you'll find me.
1: Okay. And and your website, do you have still have a website?
2: I do have a website and it's NH, as in New Hampshire, NHastrologer.com. But if you so just Google... You go. Yeah, and if you just Google my name, Dorothy Morgan, astrologer, you know, uh, I fill up that whole page, the whole thing Check page. her out; she's
1: yeah, intriguing. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah, and we can talk. and And I know I'm I'm doing my best not to be overly astrology here, but. Depending on your level of learning, like if if we were to have a, you know, a private conversation, you know, I'll talk at your level. I won't I won't like make it crazy. And I can never, 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 never tell when anybody's going to die. People ask me that. Do they really? Yes. Oh, my God. They still they actually want to know. They're like, no, they say, don't, I don't, I, I don't want to know when I'm going to die. And it's like, good, because I can't tell you. <laughs> good, then I'm the one for you. <laughs>
1: when I first started this radio show on WCCM 20, about 20 years ago, I had this guy on from uh, Salem. Uh, God, I can't even remember his name, but he had a deaf doll that could predict when uh people oh. were going to die so we opened the, the lines up to to,
2: to
1: call in so they could find out when they were going to die but nobody called in
2: oh my I'm god gonna... that's awful i'm sorry Awful? excuse me i don't want to know when i'm gonna die that's what i mean <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a funny interesting show but i don't want to know when i'm gonna it die yeah. it's an, it's just another transit you know yeah yeah, I mean I looked you can look at you can see it easily in other people's charts but you still can't predict it. Like my okay. dad passed Feb last February in February 16th. It was sudden. Boom, gone. And that's my whole year working through that stuff.
1: Was it I mean did that show up in his chart? I mean do you It did not.
2: He had a, he had this he had the the moon was in Sagittarius. The moon was on his midheaven. That means nothing. The moon is on the midheaven every single month for your whole life. Once a month. It meant nothing. I looked at my chart. I have planets in the 8th house, which is how I deal with transformation, death, if you will. And there was Mars was on my moon, exact. I mean, the minute my dad died, Mars moved into Capricorn and was smack dab on my moon in my 8th house. Guess what I have to do? I've been working through estate stuff, and January 12th will be the final thing I have to do. It's been almost a year.
1: Oh, God bless you.
2: I know. Yeah, it I does needed take a that. That was yeah, a lot. I've
1: gone to a couple of them. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Jan's parents and also my own parents. And yeah. Yeah, it's not an easy thing to do. And, it's and in fact, as I get older in life, I've I've done started to mm-hmm. get rid of things because I don't want to be strapped by strapping my son with yeah. the crap that I had to go through. So
2: and that's go. what COVID did. My neighbor is, is a lawyer and I had her help me because I... I mean, I had to do things I don't know anything about. And nobody knows anything about estate stuff. And and because, I mean, at some point, a parent will pass. And Mm -hmm. if it's your duty, you're going to have to figure it out. But you don't know it before that, unless you're a lawyer. So I had to hire her to help. And, oh, my God, all winter, she was so busy with people scared of COVID creating wills. Creating wills. Yeah. The
1: interesting thing about this COVID thing is, is that a lot of people... Uh, you know, took that time and, and did mm-hmm. changes, for instance, you know, home improvement. This, yeah, Home Depot went crazy uh, in sales oh, because you know, people did things that they were going to do sometime, but they never yeah. did, you yep. know, and the families got together and, and played games which they never had time to do before. Oh, we're and, doing and that now,
2: were, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: There were positive things that came out of it. Uh, it, it's dependent on how you. You you dealt with it in in reality.
2: Uh, It's your your point. It's just your perspective. Mm -hmm. And again, so when there's people out there freaking out about what's going on today or tomorrow or last week or or next month, it doesn't matter. (laughs) All year. Pull it. Just pull it back to you. This Mm is just this is. This is what this is. I know this is my purpose in life to just to try to be that cheerleader for everybody that I can talk to. It's just like, just bring it back to you. What's important for you? How can you make yourself this feels very selfish and I don't care because this is what we need to do. What's important for you. And then when you figure that out and you take care of yourself, then you're able to give to your family. Because, I mean, the old adage, you, you, you can't give from an empty well, your know, empty cup, whatever. So you have to do this for you. And when things are so rough and edgy as they are right now, then unplug from that. And it's not sticking your head in the sand. If you want to, I read, I don't, I don't watch news anymore. I stopped that like back in April. I just read, I read like the Associated Press or, you know, national public radio stuff. I just read. I don't even want to listen to anybody's tone of voice. So if I want to be informed, I go do that. You know, from and, as bipartisan as I can so I can be informed, but I'm not all freaked out because somebody, all they're telling me is all the negative stuff. They're not giving me anything positive.
1: And, and you know, we say don't worry, but that's the thing. that Don't worry about things that you cannot control and that's you right. can, you know... Yep. Take that energy and the word that you're using on worrying, and, and turn it in, or, or turn it to your family, or yep. you know, put it to to positive yes. energy versus the mm-hmm. negative energy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just ask yourself what what can I do? What can I do? Ding dong. What is that? Is that our? That okay. is
1: uh, pizza from the dead or a riot? Is one or the other? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh uh, my.
1: Anyways, it, it's yeah. the two-minute warning, which means we okay. have to wrap up the show. It was uh, great wow. talking with you again, and, and we talking had a little peek too. about what's going on. So this is the year of more change. More
2: change. More change. But necessary change. It's great. it's not like the COVID. I mean, we do still have to process and get through that. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's just about do be... Look how you can step out of your comfort zone. A lot of people don't like to do that, but step out of your comfort zone, be innovative, be creative, ask yourself, am I doing this because I'm afraid? And if you're doing something out of fear, you don't want to do that. And you want to just find a creative way to step into th- to something else. You know, this is the, the biggest thing of the Aquarian energy is to really just be creative and get out of your comfort zone. Just a little bit. I mean, we're already kind of edgy, so let's just do it. You know, throw on a purple hat and, you know, um, (laughs) go out with yellow shoes. I don't know. Put foil on your head. Anyways, yeah, join find... the
1: Flat Earthers. There you go.
2: <laughs> no, find, just find find your quirky way and, and, and do it. And, and do, don't do what you've done before because that's not working anymore.
1: Anyways, that's... we do have to go. So oh, we, uh, to we go. want to thank everybody for listening. I, I definitely want to thank Dorothy. It's, it's thank always you. great. It's like I've never missed you. It's like, you you know, my long lost mm-hmm. friend.
2: I'm and, always here. Uh,
1: yeah. So anyways, uh, thank you so much, Dorothy. Check mm-hmm. her out, uh, New Hampshire Did I say that right?
2: Yes, you did.
1: Very good. I I always worry about when I speak. And today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Mermark Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Glant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts. Check out all our events and stuff happening at anyghostproject.com. The letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. Good night. God bless. And chill, my friends.